0: one of the biggest struggles for homeschoolers especially new homeschoolers is finding resources and locations and groups of other homeschoolers to get together with well today i'm talking with justin shell and he has a solution for just that problem hello and welcome to the wired homeschool i'm your host john wilkerson bringing you tech tools and tips for homeschooling the digital generation. Today I'm talking with Justin Schell from My Homeschool. He and his wife homeschool their children in Maryland, and he has come up with a great online tool to help connect homeschoolers with each other and with other educational resources Online, Justin. Thanks for joining me on the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks, John. I appreciate the uh, t- you taking the time to have me on, and uh, looking forward to the conversation.
0: Absolutely. So, you reached out to me last week about your My School website and MySchoolAtHome.io, where you're implementing, I think, something that a lot of older homeschoolers like me wish we had about ten years ago. Um, And I think probably some homeschoolers right now would like to take advantage of. So please share uh, with the audience the kind of the purpose of your your website.
1: Sure. So I would describe my school as a a place that uh, families can go to find and host educational experiences.
0: What led you to start the site?
1: You know, the story starts back in about 2018, and my wife and I began looking into homeschooling then. Just as uh, you know one of the alternatives for us, so we did what most families do. We joined a bunch of Facebook groups and some email groups and tried to learn from other people about you know how they do it so we weren't starting completely from scratch and and what we found was that there were a bunch of people and organizations that were offering really cool classes and field trips and you know other experiences to to get kids together to learn together and the, the one complaint I have was that it was just so difficult to sort through all the things that were going on to, you know, find what was in our area, what that fit our schedule and fit what, uh, what our kids were interested in. And so, you know, I figured homeschooling is hard enough at, at baseline just to figure out what you're doing from day to day. I didn't want to spend all the extra time, you know, scouring the internet to, to find different events and, and things like that, that w- might interest our kids. And um, I was like, I, I really wish there was, kind of something like Airbnb, but, but for homeschooling and, and classes. And so so that's really what, what my school is in its current form.
0: I think one of the biggest features of your site right now is this idea of, of homeschool spots. How are you getting your data as far as what spots to include on the website?
1: Primarily, we're a user-generated uh, site, which means members, when you sign up, uh, have the ability to Suggest a spot to their community. And that could be a museum that they like to go learn at, or could be a a park that they like to go to, nature center, or even if they themselves have, if they're hosting classes, or if they run a co op, or anything like that. You know, these are places that are spots that other families could come to learn. And those are the suggestions that we want people to put up on the site to really build out the map. and, And you can build it out in your local area so that anybody that comes on the map will then see all the resources in their area and the different places that their family can go.
0: Now, are you doing any kind of data scraping or anything like that to pull in public homeschool groups and and museums and things like that?
1: We've done some um, you know, research ourselves. And actually, it started out a couple of years ago, I was just organizing the data myself on a Google My Map, just trying to find out what was around us and, and to visualize that in the way that made sense to me. And I have an engineering background. So Naturally, i put this all into a big database and then uh, build a tool that would kind of uh, build that information out uh, you know, more organically. And so that's kind of the original base that, uh, that I worked off of to develop it into a, an interactive site that, that anybody can go and do that.
0: If someone joins right away can they start adding things or is there kind of a cool down period so someone doesn't get on and, and, and spam things or how, how is that set up right now? Do they have to pay to add things if, if they're part of a, a museum or something like that?
1: No, a- anybody can join for free. Um, every time uh, you post a resource or something, it's um, you know, it just gets tagged with your, your user ID. And that way, you know, if there are any abuses or things like that, our users are, are what we typically uh, rely on to say, "Hey, there's a there's a issue over here." Um, they'll tell us, and then you know we'll see who posted all those resources, and then you know that that's kind of the security feature that we have built in just to to curate the site and make sure that it continues to be a safe space for everybody.
0: And is there any star rating or anything like that for the site? So if someone adds a museum, and other people can kind of come along and say. Yeah, our family likes this one. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Are you doing anything like that?
1: We've implemented that right now for anybody who lists their own spot. So if you register yourself as your your co-op or register yourself as an individual who's teaching, you know, any number of things, then anybody can go on to your uh, specific profile page, um, go down and leave a review, and that's a star rating and a you know, say, hey, you know, we we took a class on astrobiology from this provider. Julia is actually one of our one of our providers down here who is literally a rocket scientist and she homeschooled her kids for years. And then when she stopped doing that, really enjoyed teaching still. And, you know, with her experience before that at NASA and everything, she is like, I love teaching astrobiology and AI and things like that. I'll just continue to do that. And those are some of the really cool experiences that uh, that I think are hard to find, but but really valuable if if they're offered out to the community.
0: And is there a cost to join or are there any costs associated with the site?
1: Uh, It's totally free to sign up and to use. The only thing that does or really how we make an income is if you post an event, anybody that books that event uh, will take a a booking fee. So it doesn't cost you anything to host them. It doesn't cost you anything to uh, join the site and interact with the site, you know, use it how you see fit. And uh, hopefully it just provides a lot of value to to help you improve the education for your kids. And that's that's our main goal.
0: How are you handling payments on the site?
1: So payments are all uh, done through credit card. We have a payment processor uh, that deals with all the credit card information. So that never comes through us. That's all securely done by them. Um, Stripe is the name of the company. If you want to look them up, they're fantastic on a, on a lot of different metrics. So uh, we're very happy with them do you pay out to them through Stripe or does someone have to have a
0: Stripe account in order to host an event?
1: They don't really. Um, if you host an event, you'll have the email address that, that you're attached to and we'll send the payment to that email address through PayPal. So, you know, it'll generate an email to you and just say, Hey, you know, if you already have a PayPal account set up with that email address, then the, um, it automatically goes to your PayPal account. And if you don't, it'll be like, okay, you know, fill out this quick form. Uh, that'll generate your PayPal account. And then the money goes in.
0: What have you done to ensure the privacy of the users, and, but also of a co-op, a co-op that, that may not want public information out there?
1: Anybody that uh, that joins and wants to list themselves as a resource, we have a lot of structure built in to allow you to include the information you do want and to curate your profile page the way that you see best fit. You know, There's certain things that that we do require and, and one of them is location but you can hide the address in your profile so somebody will see generally where you are but they won't find the address it'll just show what city and state you're in and if people are still uncomfortable we have ways to to move your point around and make you a little bit less uh make sure it doesn't fall exactly where you would feel uncomfortable uh, about about that spot being
0: If somebody is kind of looking at this and checking it out and they, they want to help you out, what can they, what can they do to help?
1: You know, right now the site is, is, uh, you know, we built this tool and and we are really excited about the community members that have already joined, but you know, we do view it as a community and we want it to be built by the community. And so, you know, really we want people to come and sign up and uh, suggest spots to build out their local, you know, learning community. And then, you know, if you're hosting something, go ahead and host it through the site. It doesn't cost you anything. You can send out the link through Facebook or email groups, whatever you want. And then from those experiences, just tell us what you think. If there's anything you're not happy with or anything you wish was there, um, those are the things we need to know. And, and we'll continue to, to grow and evolve the site as we get more feedback from people to say, I wish I could do this, or I wish I could do this. Um. I'm a little skeptical about that. you know those are the things we need to know given the the current situation
0: that we're in with the with the pandemic and, and everything, a lot of people are concerned about going out in public and, and being in public places. Do you have any any plans to host virtual events to allow virtual events on the site?
1: so we've we've discussed that and you know if we get enough feedback from people that they want to do that or they want to do that at least for a while, you know that's certainly something we could do. We've stuck to mostly in-person events just because, you know, we we are about community building. I think there's something special about getting together in person with people that is very hard to replicate in a virtual environment. You know, we still suggest that people follow general CDC guidelines. You know, do what you're comfortable with. We we don't want to make any overarching decisions for the community, still provide all the tools so that they can use them. But then to allow individual families who are you know under completely different circumstances from family to family, um, to let them make the ultimate decision what's what's right for their family.
0: And you're in Maryland, and so right now most of what you have on the site is in Maryland. Uh, are you looking to if if you wanted people from a certain area to to populate the the map? Where are you seeing that that you're lacking the most as as far as needing needing spots for for the website?
1: Yeah, so I mean, you know, primarily the website is designed to be functional for anybody in the United States. Like you said, primarily we're in the Maryland, uh, D.C. to Baltimore areas, um, Northern Virginia a little bit too, but that's just because of where we started and the networks that I was a member of already. Anybody that Wants to, you know, join the site from another area and start building it out. You know, that's also a way for people to, you know, organize information for themselves. And so, if you're like, oh, this is a really cool spot, I want to make sure I remember that. You can put the information out there, share it with other people, and then, you know, mark it as your favorite, and it'll and it'll save it um, so that when you go back onto your profile and you're like, oh, which were my favorite places, and you're like, oh yeah, I completely forgot about that spot. I I really want to bring my kids over there to. To learn about you know science or engineering or whatever it might be. Finally, as
0: we as we wrap this up, where can people learn more about my school?
1: Well, the biggest thing is just to go to the website, uh, like you said, uh, myschoolathome.io, and check it out. Register and see if anything is around you. If not, you can build it out yourself. And then, if you have any questions. You know, you can use the info at myschoolathome.io, and that'll come directly to me. So we can we can chat directly from there.
0: Uh, if you have any uh, closing comments or or anything you'd like to make, please uh, feel free to do that right now.
1: Sure, I'd just say, um, you know, if you want to stay up to up to date with updates, we do have an email uh, list that you can join when you register. Uh, that just kind of gives you maybe on a on a monthly basis about. Any new features that are coming to the site, uh, things that we've been uh, considering and uh, are looking for more feedback on, and then if you want to follow other updates, we post through Facebook at My School My Way and through Twitter at My School My Way One, and uh, and you can just follow you know follow us through there and and, and see what we're up to. Justin, I
0: really appreciate uh, you coming on the podcast today and uh, sharing about uh, about my
1: school. John, it's been a pleasure. Really appreciate your time.
0: Once again, I want to thank Justin for joining me on the podcast. There will be links to the My School, My Homeschool tool in the show notes for this podcast over at the wiredhomeschool.com slash 254. And there'll also be links where you can connect with Justin there as well. Another thing you'll find over in those show notes is a way to support this podcast which is through Buy Me a Coffee. When you buy me a coffee, that supports the podcast. So I would appreciate it if you would go over to the slash coffee and consider making a donation. Not only do you support this podcast when you do that, you support all of the other things that I do as well. Thanks for listening and thanks for sticking me in your ears.